You're probably used to hear your coach saying, enjoy the journey. But do you really understand what your coach really means? Do you catch the essence of what happens to you daily from the moment that you undertake this journey? Today we are talking about long-term thinking. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of our podcast with Coach Joao. Hello guys. Coach Alessio. Ciao, buongiorno. Coach Melina. Morning everyone. Hello, three in Dubai and uh, Coach Mohamed in uh, in France. Hello. And, and myself in Italy. Hello. And this is Chat with BR Coaches. Okay, so long term thinking. So, when we started the Chat with BR Coaches last year during COVID uh, lockdown, we didn't put an expiration date. We said, okay, let's start because we had so much to, to share. We wanted to share with the athletes topics to, to reflect. And, uh, and to learn, not only for uh, that specific moment, but we were looking a little bit in, uh, in the future. And also we wanted to give the athletes uh, some tools. So at the beginning of season two, we tried uh, our best to talk about the, the art of coaching and, uh, and basically the art of training. So we talk about swimming, cycling, running, uh, transition, nutrition, recovery everything relating to training but since last episode we started this uh, mini cycle of uh, uh, the art of uh, of mindset and we talk about the art of competing so body and mind what do you think joao so i think um i think for my side most of the things um when we talk about long-term thinking it's it's kind of a, a very usual um term that everybody used to everything, not only for triathlon, it's very used to uh, companies and uh, uh, when you build a project, we should think long term, nothing is short term, you should think long, 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 everybody said the same thing all the time. And um, it become quite, um, I don't think people really think of what that really mean of long term, because it's so usual, then people say, what is long term for you? Is it two months, six months. What do you mean with long term? Is it five years? Is it 20 years? It's an entire life, you know? So what is the long term uh, in terms of uh, mindset? So for me, I, I see long term as a really long term. That's my personal view of long term. I don't see um, that a journey like in a sports or triathlon, for example, or any sports, Anything less than uh, four years for me, it's n it's not a long term. So I like to think of four years cycle uh, when you want to see really strong changes. And I see the performance of many athletes every the ones that they stick to the plan. You know, four years they really go to one level up. Um, there are many mini cycles in between that you can call. Um, medium-term plan, short-term plan. And I think uh, the first thing I would say is to set up what is long-term for people. And I think also that many uh, beginners, they mistake thinking that three months is a long-term, right? Oh, I'm gonna work for my three months and then I'm gonna be ready for my race because I worked so hard for this last three months. Unfortunately, it's nothing. You know, uh, the, the, the reality is three months. If you think about your life, <laughs> it's nothing. Um, 
and just to finish my my, my introduction about the, the, the topic uh, our olympic athletes has olympic games cycle of training and every four years they do one cycle of training so a guy that finished the olympic games he's gonna slow down and build up his cycle every four years and some athletes they they go to four olympic games so th that means that they are thinking about 16 years plan right if i'm not counting is when he started to train 10 five years old so just specific for olympic games that's a long-term thinking in my opinion right but uh that was just to for the guys listening and kind of brainstorm a little bit of that part. I think the, the only comment I would add to what, um, to what Joao just said was, I, I do agree with, um, you know, using the Olympics as a, a good example of what long-term thinking is in sport. Um, and especially with endurance sports as well, you've got to really build the foundation over time before you can really kind of load, load the body further down and expect some, um, performance returns. Um, that said, I think we do probably need to adapt it a little bit for the, I guess, the average age group athlete. Um, they're not necessarily looking, uh, well, essentially some of them are not necessarily looking at, you know, a 16-year plan or anything like that in terms of uh, perform um, high performance in sport. But it's, if we take it from a a health and activity perspective, it's still about a long-term view. So stopping and starting, so coming into the sports for three to six months, getting ready for a race, then taking a six month break and then trying to come back again after um, another, another six month break um, affects that long-term development of the athletes. And long-term development isn't just, you know, from five years old up, but from whatever your starting point is, so even if you, you think that, you know, I'm not an Olympic athlete, so I don't need to worry about it that much. Yes, okay, that's a fair argument. But from a health uh, and activity point of view for a healthy lifestyle and your longevity in sport, whether you're performing high or not, you still need to think long-term and you build it over time. And which is why we always say to athletes, if they have a really bad week or if they have a, one bad session, it's not that big a deal because it still adds, it's still a little building block to the long-term plan, if that makes sense. So it's young. Yeah, from my point of view, doing a, a step backward, I I think is, in the beginning, it's best to ask to you why you do this. Sometimes in the beginning or while you are training or during the journey, uh, is good. Remember why you do this because you don't have uh, solid reasons to do that. Uh, you quit uh, very, very, very soon, and then the performance is good. You need many, many years often to reach your goal, and it's, it's not easy, uh, especially in triathlon. You have three sport and. I think you cannot uh, think in short term in any case. Even if you are a professional or former professional in other sports, you need to build your engine, your skills. And whatever you, 
the goal are the goals are even if you stay fit or improve something you need many many months or years and but if you don't remember every time why you do this or whatever it's very hard um before giving the word to to mohammed um yeah, we went back to exactly what we spoke about last last time, you know, the art of uh, competing, you know, finding a, a goal, finding an objective that when you set up a long term is always uh, so difficult because, you know, you lose uh, you lose the focus, you lose, it starts becoming a little bit blurry. Uh, but anyway, everybody has his own or is their path to follow when they're approaching an endurance sport like triathlon, for example. And... What we see is that the body and fitness and the changes in that, they are just a part of it. But in reality, to get to the goal that is far away or, you know, even if it's uh, like, like Melina said, in blocks, you know, you have this goal for a, for a while and then you rest and then you get it again. The, we see that the mind is, must be the foundation. You know, it's, it's, it's so underrated and there is so much science now that is, uh, that is uh, partnering fitness and psychology because uh, uh, you know scientists saw that uh, the results on you know working on your mind working on meditation working on uh, structuring your, your visualization of uh, of everything when you train it's 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 producing uh, better effects in the in the athletes that they do compared to the other one what's your thought about uh, this body and mind uh, thing uh, mohammed um i, I think they they, they, you have to separate them, and uh, um, the the body reacts uh, differently. And but but the mind really is the one that controls everything. Um, but but going back to to the question of uh, uh, long term thinking, uh, which I, I was really thinking about, it it's important that you communicate with the athlete and make sure that they have. Uh, small goals that they can reach within uh, six months or a year. Um, and th this has to be communicated to the athlete and, and give them long-term goals and short-term goals. So they're able to kind of, you know, um, see the, the progression. Um, if they don't see a progression, they, they get bored. And I mean, there are some athletes who want to see PBs from, you know, uh, after you know one month or two months and that's just you know this kind of sport is is brutal it takes time it takes time for an athlete to build the fitness to build the mindset uh to build so much it it doesn't happen within two months or three months so uh this 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 is a coach's job is to kind of uh you know communicate with the athlete and that's th these are my thoughts on uh on uh, long-term thinking. We agree that, um, you know, in triathlon, because of the three disciplines, it's really hard to think of a short-term goal because you're never going to have full uh, development in one discipline. You know, there's always a gap in something. And that's the beauty of the, uh, the sport. So you, for sure, if you do triathlon, you know that there's a week that you're really good in running you feel amazing and you feel like you've got it and then the next week uh you feel that your bike is better but then your run went down a little bit 
but the swim is medium and then it keeps switching one side to the other you know that's why we talk about long-term development until you fill all those little gaps on your fitness level because it's not only about endurance it's not only about speed it's not about threshold it's about the two it's about everything together into a race game you know so when you start to fill those little gaps that's where you you know that you are on top of your game i think it, and it takes time you know? it takes time because um because the body is a machine that needs to be care you know you cannot just keep hammering one day to the next and the recovery is really important as well yeah okay um let's take 30 seconds break and uh, first of all a uh, service advertisement from br we just today we had the run with the olympian with coach martin every wednesday at the track uh, the sports city at five o'clock uh, we run with him do some drills do some sets and then people who need the uh, extra training they can coordinate with him and then we have our uh, track session every wednesday at five o'clock let's take 30 seconds break with chat with beer coaches uh, uh, let's go a little bit deeper into the psychology okay let's try to distinguish two two types of athletes let's say so we see so many athletes who commit for a triathlon trip much more than a journey like like melina said you know but then they they stop there they train hard for three six months do the race and then quit and then then i think that i think it's, uh, it's kind of a uh nowadays mentality when you're ticking in the box like stamps on the in a passport you know so why do you guys think that those athletes don't purse a legacy in sport they just stop there they keep in doing this one and that's it is, okay. is just is that is that just uh that they the love for triathlon doesn't you know doesn't uh doesn't glow or is something else? <laughs> that is. Um, I think it comes down to um, got, well, kind of touching on what we talked about last week and what Alessio just um, alluded to earlier about what their why is and what brings them into the sport. Depending on what the why is, it, it, it will kind of determine what it is about the sport that they enjoy and they focus on. And we tend to have two types of um, people, all types of goals. And you've got the ego-oriented goals or people who are focused on that, that are all the primarily the external motivators. So the race, getting the medal, the recognition, um, and then the change in how, sorry, the change in their body and, and how they look, all that kind of stuff. And then you have um, people who are generally more focused on the process. So those that are able to, I guess what we say, enjoy the journey that little bit more that are going from one training session to the next. And it's more about, they want to get 
say technically better at the swim so they're able to switch off the watch and forget about the pace and focus on their swimming because they just want to get the swimming a little bit better they're the ones that we see working a little bit more on their technique um and even though the goal like the the race goal is there they're equally as happy to keep going with just almost one training session at a time and this is where we found we we saw this a lot during lockdown um those people that are primarily ego oriented and you know we took away the races we took away all the extrinsic stuff um generally struggled to keep going through the lockdown whereas those that were a bit more process oriented were able to just say okay you know what i'm going to use this time to work on this or i'm still going to keep on training because i i enjoy it it's part of who i am it's part of their identity um and i think as coaches we kind of need to be able to identify where our athletes sit try and reinforce that why um so those that are a little bit more ego oriented we um we try and put more goals um in line maybe try and praise them more give them more um ego oriented feedback and and vice versa for the for the process oriented ones but gradually <clears throat> sorry the aim would be to try and almost i think convert probably the wrong word but i can't think of another word but the the more we're into the the process of things the more we start to look into longevity into the sport and consistency and one thing i always say to my athletes that consistency is far more important than volume and intensity you can't really be talking about high volume high training load high intensity unless you training consistently otherwise it doesn't make any sense you taking 5 days off in the week and having a really heavy training weekend isn't going to isn't going to benefit you in the in the long term so i think it's identifying where those athletes are um and trying to work with that I'm going to take note of these two words that you used the longevity and consistency because uh they will they, they are the late motive today of uh, of our chat. Anyone? Next. Anyone? Anyone? I I want to focus more on all the people who quit early. For me there are two main reasons why the people quit. Uh the first is uh the goal too, too big too soon they want to rush and okay for example on a slot this year yeah but you need 3 4 years maybe to get uh no no this year this year and you can't because the level is very high you need experience you need training and they start uh doesn't look the the result will result and quit the second reason is uh mentally uh focus every day three trainings per day for two months three months maybe race every week and then after two or three four months uh, uh they probably subtract time to family to work uh economic uh, issues sometimes and after 3 4 months they repeat and that's why we need time 
Han hade en long-term call. I rush to soon and you risk and to get injury. It's very, it's very dangerous. Some many aspects. Yeah, I totally agree. I think this is really a good point here that Coach Alessi brought because, you know, that's exactly the point of the long-term thinking. It's to be patient on your goals. I think that's the key of the, the long-term process that we are saying. You know, it's to set up the goals that they are uh, related to the level that you are at the moment. You know, and if you think about long-term and if you say, I want to do triathlon because, you know, I want to do a full Ironman at some point in my life, but your level right now is um, swim open water 750 meters, right? So now you're gonna, you have where you are now and your goal. So how long, how long this is gonna take? You know, how long this is, how far you are from your goal? I think when you see that gap, it's you're gonna find who can think long-term in sports, you know? So some people, they're gonna say, oh, no way. I'm not gonna wait four years to do my full Ironman. You know, this is not for me. I'm just gonna keep doing my other sports, you know? And some others are gonna say, yeah, I will try. If you can make it three years, good. You know, if you can short a little bit, I will dedicate more time. If I cannot, that's it. It's gonna take four years of my, uh, of dedication, you know, and you're going to learn about yourself more than anything. So the, the setting the goal, it's really important to define uh, your question, uh, uh, Tomaso. What is the difference between the ones that they stop uh, earlier um, or the other ones that they are they're going, they're still going. It's not about motivation. So it's not, I stop because I don't like, you know, I don't, it's not about this. If you don't like the sport, okay, you can stop at any time. That's fine. You don't like track and you don't like swimming or you don't like running, you stop, that's it. But if you like, but anyways, you stop because you cannot mentally focus on a long term. That's where I think um, you didn't learn about sports, unfortunately, you know, that's uh, more where I feel that people miss a little bit. I think, sorry, just to jump in on one of the points that Alessio raised earlier about um, potentially why people might stop, it could be family or, or work issue. Um, I think that's quite a key, that's quite a key point because um, any, you know, any average age group has to juggle work family, everything else alongside training. They're not pro athletes, you know, they don't do this for a living. Um, and sometimes they can get so excited with a race goal that um, they jump in um, kind of straight into the deep end and not really factor in the family and the, and the work situation. So at some point they're gonna drop the ball and it could either be they might drop the ball at home, they might drop the ball at work, they might drop the ball at the sport. And then eventually that will impact on the sport. So they've got to be able to be 
really honest with themselves, aside from, like Joao said, aside from being honest about where they are, where they want to go and how long it's going to take, they also need to be really honest about what their life looks like at this point in time and exactly how much they can they can fit in because ultimately um sport is just one aspect and if it doesn't fit in with the rest of their life it's it's going to fade away mohammed do you want to add something on this i think at, yeah. Uh, yeah just real quickly i i think you've got uh, people with uh, different personalities uh, some personalities are just uh, you know they're, they want to try things and, uh, you know, they, they get bored really fast and uh, they don't have the patience or the perseverance to continue something. So they, it's like, uh, you know, they instantly want, uh, you know, something and just like, uh, you know, uh, the, this generation where they, they, they want things instantly. And it's like this, you know, it's a, it, it becomes a personality trait and they, they want things right then and now, and uh, but this sport is not about now. It's about planning. It's about uh, you know being patient. It's about uh, consistency. It's about uh, perseverance. So you know, it's. I think it really comes down to the person and his personality, um, and how they how they react to these things. So before before we take thirty seconds break, uh, just to wrap up this uh, this part, oh my God. Um, the the terms that have been used: longevity, consistency, planning, patient. Okay, they, these are all the terms that uh, an athlete that is uh, starting his journey must uh, must take into into consideration. And they and these are terms that you can you can read the definition and the vocabulary, but in reality, these are terms that. That you learn day by day for for probably a long time because this is when uh, you know sports become life and and vice versa okay so th these are the things important another aspect that uh, alessio brought up which i like a lot is that sometimes uh, athletes set up goals too hard too big too early okay and it's just because this this journey at the, at the beginning you have the perception that okay yeah i can do that but in reality, you know, you're not alone, okay? So, yeah, you can control yourself, but then you need to deal with other people. So going uh, for a race where there are a big number of athletes, it's difficult to qualify for, for Kona. It's difficult to qualify for 70.3. Uh, for um, let's take 30 seconds break. Uh, remember, with the VR, we have a fuel station with the products from a sponsor and from stealth so basically you guys order and you get it delivered at classic tuesday not in jeddah but not even in italy but in classic tuesday dubai you get it and uh, coached athletes they have discount on that 30 seconds break in order to take you to the next level we have to know two basic metrics which is where you are now your base level and where you are going your final goal for this reason we create a system called BR Stages. The BR Stages consist in four levels. Number one, fundamentals. Number two, skills. Number three, performance. And finally, specialization. We're back with chat with BR coaches. Uh, we spoke about long-term long thinking, uh, longevity, consistency, planning, patience. Um, 
why triathlon requires long-term thinking we've been asking as coaches we are asking to our athletes um, we spoke about athletes that sometimes don't have it yet or uh, Melina brought up a great a great point about family and work sometimes it's not the right moment okay everybody has his development in a, and also in these things in family and work so on the other hand, we have athletes who are committed for life into this journey, which is sport and life, endurance, triathlon and life. What do you think they have compared to the others that, that, that the others don't have? What do they, these athletes that they have a life commitment in sport and endurance have compared to the others? So here I would like to start um, with the, the mindset of I will get as good as I can in something or I will do something to have fun regardless of the level that they're going to get. I think that there's two ways that people think. One is I will do my best to get really deep in the sport that I'm doing and I will not change so much until I really feel that I mastered that sport. And this is going to be a lifestyle journey because, you know, to, to really get really deep in, in something, you need to do every day for a very long time. If you want to play a piano, if you want to sing, if you want to do anything, that's an everyday game. You cannot do a little bit expecting to be really good. So I think when you go into this is going to be the way I'm going to live my life and not this is the sport that I'm doing, you know, then people really get into like, okay, I will do swim, bike, run, whatever strength or anything, because this is the way I'm going to live my life. It's not the way the sport that I'm doing is much deeper than that. So as a lifestyle, you choose to do those activities to keep you health strong, to set your mindset, to set your energy, to, to you know, to cure uh, your stress or anything. So that's your way to live your life. If when people start to feel that this is the way they're going to live their life, and this is something that's going to be part of their daily routine, I see that there is a little bit of calm for results. They are more patient. They understand that it's going to take time and they enter in a more cycle, smooth way. Until they get there, it's a little bit of a hush to perform. I know I want the next race, I'm going to do my best because this Olympic triathlon I'm going to smash and then it, it, it doesn't happen. And then, and then slowly they start, you know, it's funny because they have this peak of adrenaline in the beginning because they feel fast and then they don't get the first result they hammer to the next one, they don't get. The third one, they don't get. The fourth one, they don't get. And then you see the guy like, mm, okay, I think uh, it's longer than I thought. Let me slow down. And I was like, they calm a little bit. So my point is more like uh, when they can realize this is their life, it's not only the sports that they do. Completely agree with culture as well. Uh, it's not about uh, have something more or less but it's, it's about the approach to the sport. If the approach uh, 
is a lifestyle, sports lifestyle. Uh, you can have a good, go, good and long journey. If you want to result and perform well since the beginning and rush, uh, see, <laughs> quit soon, quit early and soon. I don't, I don't think it's anything necessarily that um, one person, one type of person has over another person. I think potentially deep down, we all have the potential to, to take that approach. Um, it's, I think if we listen back to what Joao said, his choice of words was spot on in that it's, it's ultimately down to a choice. You know, you see people that are very successful in the corporate world, um, but they can't seem to take the same approach in the sport. It's not because they can't, they've done it in the corporate world. That's still a different world, but it's still an achievement environment. You know, education, uh, work, sport, they're all achievement environments and there's lots of similarities between them. It's not a case of one person has something over the other, they choose, this is where they choose to put their effort. For some reason, they get something out of it. Um, whether, like Joao said, it's to de-stress from work, it's their time to themselves, they want to make sure they're physically fit and healthy, whatever it is, ultimately it's down to a choice. So if someone chooses to do this, um, you know, for a slightly more long-term view, then they'll reap the benefits in, in that sense as well. But um, sorry, just to kind of go back a little bit to um, one of the other things, and I think this is an issue in triathlon. Um, it's not just in Dubai, although if we, if we look at Dubai, the, the big event in the Dubai season in the calendar is the Ironman 7.3. That's the one that's got the highest profile to the point that people come into the sport with Ironman, whether 7.3 or full Ironman in mind. And they say, oh, I'm, I'm only going to do a sprint or I'm on, only going to do an Olympic. There's no such thing as only in triathlon. Even a sprint triathlon, even a super sprint, you're looking at 45 minutes to an hour. It's, it's still a long event. So we need to move away from this. I'm doing triathlon, therefore I have to do Ironman or I have to do 7.3. Triathlon is hard no matter where where you're at, whether it's super sprint or, or full Ironman. And I think we need to make sure that people are aware of that and we respect the distances so they can then take the long-term view. So I, I can only describe that athlete in three words. Um, the, the one that really, you know, uh, sticks to the sport, I can describe in three words. He's got grit, he's got persistence, and he's got perseverance. Those are the three key words, I think, that describe that athlete with a long-term uh, mindset thinking. Um, this is what really makes him stand out to the athlete who goes just for the short, you know, uh, short race and then stops the sport. That's the difference. Very quick, uh, I had um, a chat with a new um, athlete yesterday and, um, you know, um, very, classic uh, example of somebody starting because it wants to start doing um, a half Ironman relay. So in Dubai, uh, because the person is not prepared to swim and bike, so it's gonna do the run. So if you look at that, 
perspective, it's it's really nice because you know you see that the the, uh, the person knows the limitation and then wants to do a relay to feel the game to see how it goes and then take to the next level. But then you see that how important is somebody that has a little bit more experience to understand what is the happening behind because what happened was this person was thinking to run all the season and then do a relay um, and not learn the swim and the bike while she was going to prepare for a relay and then so people are going into the sport thinking of like millions said one specific race and they're not learning what is triathlon so you know i did a little bit of a, a back uh, uh, a back step with her and said do you know what is triathlon you know because ironman is not triathlon jamal how are you my friend Tri uh, ironman is not triathlon um, ironman is one brand of the sports and it take a big part of the cake in triathlon but it's not triathlon uh, I would so educational on this aspect. We're going to teach uh, people how to do the right steps into Ironman if they want to do an Ironman, and that's another way to do the long-term thinking. You know, so I think the more you educate people about the sports, the more we can share information, the more people understand what they're going to do and what game they're playing. Because, of course, everybody wants to have a big, nice jacket, a nice hat, a nice medal. But uh, to get there, you know, you need to learn the sports. More than anything else, you need to learn the triathlon. You need to learn what is triathlon, from where it came, why we do, from where. And then you, you love the game. You love the game. It's not about the medal. You love the game. It becomes part of your life. So long-term thinking that we're saying is deeper than set goals as well. You know, it's more like you get into that game because it is what you do, right? So I think, I see you later, Lisa. Um, it, is, it is what people do as their life, I think. But we need to teach, you know, we need to teach because the marketing around the, the race is too strong. And people get that vision um, of when I do this, if I finish that, for sure I will be a better person. It's, it's kind of this mindset. And it's not only that. I think more than if you finish that one, if you continue to perceive, if you continue to, to pursue, if you continue with the longevity in your plan and the consistency in your passion, in your planning, then you're gonna be a better person. That's that's the the idea that we want to give, right? The mindset is not it's not like okay, from A to B. B it's a long way. And so if you learn this because why why is sport is good to learn this kind of uh, this kind of idea? It's good because you can quantify and you can see the results uh, let's say in a in a tangible manner much more than in life. You know, if you have a project that uh, you don't know how it's gonna go and you and you want to perceive it it's a long-term project in life sometimes you don't see the results right away or you you do perceive them because the, the variables are much more uh, difficult to manage that's why in sport 
okay we start reducing the things that we can control and then we can we can see the results much more and that's why uh, Alessio once again was saying about the goals too big too early because it's it's a building block it's a it's a it's a building process then definitely you can bring it from uh, from sport into life and uh, no shortcuts right so the game that's that's the biggest problem i think that people have with uh, when they go to sports development there are no shortcuts so if you finish your university and you are 21 years old and you know a really a high guy in a high position in the work that you want, you might get there with, with a little bit of shortcut, right? If you know the right person in the world, we know that this is a corporate world and it happens. Right? You know the guy, the guy puts you there, you are in a high position, you are very young, you make money. In sports, the same guy, he cannot do a shortcut. So he cannot say, oh, you know, I know my friend there, I will finish my Ironman in three months <laughs> of training. He cannot do that. So you know, there is no uh, there is no hiding in sports. You cannot hide. So whatever you have, you get exposed. Um, if you uh, you have weaknesses um, on your, if you cannot take longer, and this is a, a little bit of a gap on your mindset. You know, if you cannot run long, you cannot swim long, you cannot bike long. So there is a gap, you know, on your mental strength. You need to work on that. There's no way out. You're gonna have to work on that. If you don't like running and you want to do travel, you're gonna have to run because you have, you know, there's a run in travel. I think uh, the 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 mindset of okay, I will have to go through the process to finish what I said I'm gonna do. Um, it's very tricky for a lot of people because usually in our lives outside. We do planning mentally, and then if it doesn't work, we just keep moving around, and it's easier to trick, you know, no, I don't want to do this, I'm going to do that. Oh, no, 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 I didn't say that, I'm going to do that. But when you set up a goal, you sign up for a race, um, you, cannot, you cannot just say, um, you can say once that you're not going to do it, but you, you're going to really feel it's strong inside of you because you know, the conflict of what you said you're going to do with what you're doing is very strong. Um, I feel that with more patience and a little bit more clarity on the goal, it is easier for people to stick to the plan, right? Um, learning that process. Um, that's my view on that. And definitely, uh, in the three disciplines that we have in triathlon, the one that requires you know, we have a knowledge that, and as coaches, we tell our our athletes, the one that requires uh, the, the the real consistency and uh, structuring is the swim. So that's why every Monday we have a coach swim session at Blue Wave at 7:30 with Coach Melina. Uh, Melina, where are we at on the on the on the coach sessions now? What are we focusing right now? Um, well, we usually uh, start the sessions, um, we try and take a slightly longer warm-up and make sure we work through technique. Um, that goes for, for all the swimmers across the board, so the fast ones to reinforce what they're doing and the slightly slower ones, it gives me a chance to give them a little bit more feedback on what they're doing and work on that. Um, and then usually um, there'll be some sort of um, interval session for the second half of the um, 
for the second half of the set, um, and it it will vary from from week to week. Um, at the moment, we're keeping it slightly shorter intervals because uh, that that means the swimmers are, are able to keep their form and swim the entire interval with good technique, rather than going with longer intervals where their stroke might break down and they'll they'll only actually swim half of it properly. Um, so yeah, for now that's where that's where we're at, but it will change as we get into the season. Okay, so every Monday, 7.30, a blue wave with Coach Melina, a BR coach swim session. 30 seconds break, we come back for the conclusions. Usually when a person is stressed and they're trying to work on healthier habits, and that's what happens to most of us, is we try to work on healthier habits, but we have certain internal stressors that prevent us from developing those good habits. So we start, we get stressed, and then we stop. So my job is to intervene right at the point where they start and where they stop so they can continue. So I'm giving them the power and the tools to continue to build these healthy habits long-term. All right, guys, uh, we are back with Chat BBR coaches for the conclusion of this episode. So as we said before, we are into the cycle of uh, the art of mindset. Last time we spoke about the art of competing. Today we are talking about the art of long-term thinking. Uh, as we said, we want you guys to trust us that uh, it's, it's not an easy process. It's not a short process. It's all based on uh, longevity and consistency and planning what we, we're going to do. Uh, setting the, ri the, the right goals at the right time, but also choosing the right time to start this journey and to you know, devolve the maximum attention to this uh, to this journey. Um, we asked uh, what athletes, what do the athletes that they they commit for a long-term uh, journey, uh, what do they have? Okay, and uh, all the all the coaches they 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 talked about that, and uh, it's the need of perfection, is the need of something that goes on for a for a long time. Uh, but mainly, it's uh, it's a way of uh, transposing life into sport and sport into life, and uh, helping each other, helping the the two dimensions effectively. Um, what was your uh, when when did you realize that you needed the, this kind of uh, of journey in your life? There, there must be a probably a if it, if there was a, uh, some event some. Uh, uh, you got illuminated and then they, all of a sudden you realize okay i need to do this journey because we are all no the the five of us we are all in, a, in our journey of uh, of triathlon in a way or the other okay when did you realize is that you you needed to go okay this is what i want to do who wants to try first I'll go first. Okay. Uh, well, I've been in sport all, all my life uh, since I was about 12, uh, basketball, swimming, and triathlon. Um, I think the, the actual point where I think I've probably realized just how much I get out of sport um, was when, actually, when it was taken away from me. Um, so when I was, when I was 21, uh, I had a car, well, a car hit me when I was out riding, um, and it took me about six months to be able to get back to a position where I was able to train. Um, and I think 
that was probably the point that I realized just how much I gained from doing the sport, not from a competitive aspect, but just from going outside, um, doing something physical. And it was time for me, it was time to de-stress. And it was just something that I really enjoyed. And even though it took me since that accident, 16 years to get back into competitive sport, I kept on pretty much with daily, um, daily fitness in one way or another. I kept swimming going. Um, and it wasn't until I had an opportunity from a, a life cycle point of view that, you know, kids were at a stage where I could kind of leave them alone for a bit and all that stuff that I was able to get back into it. So for me, it was the point where I really realized it really helped me was basically when it was taken away and I couldn't do it. I realized just how much I missed it. For me, it's, it's very easy since the beginning. <laughs> In the beginning, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, since I was a child, and you never stopped in here. Yeah, you never stopped that. No, never. Good. And I want to continue. Uh, yeah, you had, no <laughs> you had no options. <laughs> no options. <laughs> You're here now. You have to do it. Mohammed. How about you? Yeah, so for me, I don't think there was one particular moment. I think there were many moments that built up together. And, uh, and I realized that this is something I'm really passionate about. And uh, I realized that this is going to be the way of my life. Um, but there was, there was not one particular moment. There's just too, too many moments put together. And that's that's what uh, that this is where I am right now. I think this this is brings a, a a great point, you know, because we talked about athletes that they have it and they want to do the this journey, and uh, and maybe athletes that are listening to the podcast they don't have it, they don't feel like okay, how do I get this one? Okay, you need to trust the process, you know, you need to trust the process because that's why you have a coach. That's why we are giving them uh, daily goals and monthly goals and then seasonal goals. Because at the end, this uh, uh, repeating, this, this pattern is going gonna, is gonna to make sure that you, you, you are able to set up goals that are long term. Now I want to do a full distance triathlon. Okay? As well, you know, as Mohammed said, sometimes we, uh, we don't know where it's starting. Okay. If, if you are destined to start, you will start. Or maybe there are going to be several things that will, will add up, like lifestyle, work, uh, your physical uh, you know, abilities. You know, maybe you're working on, on, uh, on, uh, on your weaknesses and until the point you're not able to, to commit. Okay? It happened to me that until I wasn't able to, to get my Achilles fixed, for example, I wasn't able to commit for a long-term uh, uh, you know, plan for, 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 for my race. So it's something that uh, in life, that uh, that's why we're here, basically, okay? We are talking about it. We're trying to give elements to athletes. We are trying to give, uh, you know, some uh, some tips, but definitely there are no shortcuts. You know, I like when, uh, when Joao said there are no shortcuts because uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a pyramid, right? It's not like uh, you can build a pyramid the other way around. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't stand. Okay, so 
Yep. Anything else, guys? You wanna you wanna add? I want to share why uh, I'm, my points when I yep. felt that was because uh, I think it, it's um, for me. It for me. Yeah, you didn't I, talk. You're right. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> let me talk. Um, I'll talk to you later about this. Um, so, um, for me, I realized at some point it was about connection. You know, like. You know when you disconnect from things that you like to do at some point, you know, you like you disconnect and then you don't feel that you're doing things that they are progressing in your life. So I, at some point I realized that triathlon was one of the things that make me connected to myself to do the other things. So um, I really felt that this time, okay, I cannot stop this because this is kind of what brings me back to um, to what I like to be, you know? And it's not about winning, it's not about um, racing, it's not about uh, challenges, it's about trying to get better, you know? Uh, and then I felt that every time you, I disconnected from that situation, uh, the other things, they were falling apart, you know, work, relationships, uh, uh, the way I, 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 I see things. Um, so I think it's, it was a moment that I felt that few things in life, they have to be, they have to happen. Uh, sports and triathlon, they are a must. So uh, some people, they do yoga. Some people, they read a book. Some people, they, they go for hiking. Some people, you know, they, that's where they connect to themselves. Um, so probably for us, it's when you do your hard track session, when you do your bike session with your guys and then you go for a run, then you feel like, oh yeah, I am doing uh, my thing, you know? So I think that's um, that's more when I realize that this is what they're gonna do, you know? So yeah. Tomas, do you have to share your... Yeah, that's true. What about you? What about, about you? Yeah. Um... You know, being a, a military I need the helmet professional. <laughs> uh, oh, me too. I want the helmet as well. Okay. <laughs> um, being in the military for uh, for twenty something years, um, I had I had already this parallel where where work become your lifestyle, and in a, in a way, the way that uh, we work in the military. It's very, very, very well sport related because you, you set up goals, you set up checklists, you plan for it. So for me, it was quite natural, but I had to find the, the, exact, uh, the exact sport. So when I came to Dubai in, in 2013, that's when I put bits and pieces together. You know, that, that was the, okay, I can set up the right goal for, for, uh, for where I am now. I have the lifestyle and that, you know, my daughter is grown up and uh, my wife is allowing and the work is allowing because, you know, I have more money, I can buy stuff, you know. So there was a, a, a logistics, logistics helped out a lot to, to make sure that I was able to achieve. Okay, so, you know, it's something that I've always been looking in long term you know, and, and uh, ne never been a good... Uh, uh, stock exchange uh, guy, you know, like go short. No, I was like, okay, let's buy this and let's see in 20 years what we comes. I still have an investment 
that I bought in Italian uh, mail uh, service in uh, 1994. I, I mean, I have the paper. I don't know if it works again, you know, because there is no paper anymore. But that probably it should be some some minutes if if I re if I'm able. I'm gonna get I go to Naples and uh, try to get. This <laughs> money anyway. But so so that, that that's that's uh, that, that's something that's coming from me. But then also uh, logistics and lifestyle helped a lot. Okay. Good guys. I think it was uh, we are getting there. This mindset. This was a. Uh, it's probably it's not only three episodes, not only not only five. It could be probably a, a full season about the mindset. That's but then uh, we get into the spiritual, and then uh, I don't know if I can if I can get there if I have the terminology. Um, thank you very much, uh, everybody, for uh, for being here today. Thank you, Mo, uh, waking up early and uh, waking up your family there that they are sleeping after your Iron Man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Joe, Alessia, Melina, for uh, you know, making sure this happens always uh, on time. Not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Good. I'll see you next yeah, time. See you soon. Yeah, see you soon, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys.